you have no choice. Your fate on the show relies on your willingness to be recorded. Maybe we just all say that we're not willing to be recorded. And then if anything ever leaks, we can go back and say we have a clip of us saying we weren't allowed to be recorded. So Right, right. This Zoom, we, yeah. we thought we were just on a Zoom call and someone's stealing this data and uploading it to various streaming platforms against Are our we, will. Correct. We all, get, we all get the same lawyer and we sue each other and then it all kind of evens out. And then everyone's like, oh, I guess guess they you know didn't mean whatever it was that we were trying to cancel them for. Boom. Exactly. We'll right. get the we'll get the little Twitter banner that's like this material may have been contained or obtained through hacking, and then we can oh, classify yeah. it like that. Ooh, I like that. I, I want to yeah. know how they trigger that because I haven't seen anything that's hacking except for like a, this weird meme picture. I don't even yeah. know. You know what all I'm it about. means? Yeah, all it means is that it's real, and they didn't mean for it to get released. <laughs> that's that's what that label <laughs> tells me. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> This exactly. photo of your governor in blackface was obtained through hacking and you should ignore it. <laughs> uh, please look away. Please look away. <laughs> Avert your eyes. Do not see Don't the look. truth. Oh, incredible. Uh, anyways. Well, we're uh, recording, aren't we? Welcome back, we? We welcome back everybody. Hey. Welcome back. We had a little that's bit nice. of a gap. That was uh, that was kind of on me this time, actually, because I went to the beach. But uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was at Pineapple Willies drinking pina coladas. PCB. Mm. How was That's it? Right. I wasn't PCB. Uh, coronavirus does not exist there. It's it's that makes sense. It, it's a different reality. They hold um, coronavirus at the at the border of Panama City, or maybe right, they're well, afraid to come in. See, the thing is, <laughs> is that what the rest of the nation has failed to realize is that island time does create a physical barrier um, of this. sorts. It's like a force field where bad vibes are checked at the door. I think uh, Fauci yeah. said that in his last press conference. Well, that's actually what the WHO um, is suppressing in China, is that there is so many, so much island time happening in, in Everyone, Wuhan, China. The entirety of China is an island time, so they're actually <laughs> precisely to the virus now. <laughs> That's exactly. That's why you know They've the rest been of the nation. Cases since March 2020. Yeah, you know maybe doing great. Look, We're on island time, baby. Tom, you know, just have everybody kick back, eat a pina colada, you know, hang out on the beach, throw on some tunes, and, and the virus Panama is, City. Is, it's gone. It's poof. Go, it's goes to here. Panama City for a weekend, comes back and says, "Listen, man, you just go to Pineapple <laughs> Willie's, get a margarita, go sit on the beach, and you'll understand. You'll get it." What the no, viewers aren't seeing yeah, is, is my cornrows, my half cornrow on the <laughs> side got, of my head. We can hear his beads jangling. Yeah, I have like I still have the sunscreen splotch on my nose, like, and you know I've got some some sunglasses tans. I'm a whole new man now. I'm you can tell I didn't want to leave. Yeah, it's well, you know, going back to my desk job has been riveting, but it's uh, you know, I'm sure it's been a blast. I mean, to be honest, though, like you go there and like we were outside the entire time. So it was like, I don't I don't really I'm not one of those people that expect people to wear masks outside. If you can like if you're on the beach by yourself, At the beach like, is weird. Even probably fine. Yeah. Even even in California, it's like you just kind of stay away from there's it's hard because like you can infinitely spread out. I also yeah. was at the beach in February, <laughs> so nobody else was there. So. Well, there you go. That'll do it. Yeah. It was smart to go before spring break. Oh, yeah. It was like that's the first time I've ever been to the beach in like an off season. And it was actually it was it was great. I thought it was nice. Yeah, yeah. it was like mid 70s. Still got sunburned. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't um, matter. 
what was really a kick in the dick was that my I would keep forgetting <laughs> that my beard is not thick enough to block sunscreen, you know, sunburns. So oh. I, my sideburns get sunburned still. Really? Uh, yeah. So that was that was fun. That's rough. Oh, Way yeah. too close to the sun, Icarus. That's right. Island time will get you one way or another. Too close to the sun for Brad is standing on the ground. <laughs> is my the door. Yeah. I, I sit in my sunroom for too long. Yeah. And I, I've been, I get scorched. It's good. It's good. But, you know, anyways, that's on me, folks. I was too busy defeating coronavirus in, uh, in Florida. I was learning. I was laying seeds. Frontline hero, Brad Laubach. Hey. Uh, Technically. Uh, uh, speaking of laying siege, um, I've been watching Game of Thrones. I'm on season three, um, and it's getting good. It's getting real good. Enjoy it. Enjoy the prime. I am. I like this. Is what I was looking forward to. Even though I've watched the last season with you guys or whatever, I don't. I still don't know what's going on. I'm putting all the pieces together. It's been really Look, fun. When when it's great, it's great. You know, Game of Thrones for a very long time was like the most popular show out there. It was a it was a real force to be reckoned with. So mm-hmm. you know, I I still stand by those good seasons. I agree. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, the just I totally get. As I'm watching, the biggest thing for me is like I understand why it was so popular and why oh, people yeah. love specific characters like Arya and uh, and all the others. Like, man, ah, you stock well written Winterfell. The Winter. thing, that, the thing that ruins it for me is that it's George R. R. Martin who wrote it. You know, so yeah. I'm like, I all like, all the nudity and stuff. I'm just, it's so funny to me to think about <laughs> him like sitting in his room writing these scenes because it's like, <laughs> and it cracks me up too thinking about him being on set one day and like they're shooting a scene where like there's a there's a girl laying on her stomach and she's butt naked and like there's important things going on but she's always perfectly framed in the background wherever it is at least her butt's in the shot. It's 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 funny to think about him just going yeah yeah get, get can you go wider go wider go wider we're missing it we're missing it we're missing it we're missing it it could be a very horny show that's there's no mistaking it um, I uh I can kind of get over a whole it South Park bit about that yeah. oh I'm sure <laughs> oh yeah I mean it's like it's just part of the books you know it's yeah. it's also part of why you know ninety percent of people watched it at least to begin with. I've heard then, like I heard there were some titties in the show and then they come in they're like damn I kind of want to see what you know <laughs> damn, doing kinda, later. Where's, where's the show going you, on, you, what are these other guys doing <laughs> come for the ass stay for Kit Harrington. hell yeah oh, it's yeah. a great show I, I think on the on the nudity I think uh it's just for me what I try to do is just be like this is probably how it was it doesn't need to be portrayed but they're choosing to so like I get it like it's See, the problem Just, is, is it's not at all how it was because they're all beautiful. Nobody in medieval yeah. times was that beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Get, why do we not cast full, just like two out of tens for every role? Just some real Neanderthals. <laughs> Just some <laughs> real. Because nobody wants to see that, though. That's the problem. Just some real hardy men and women. That's well, right. We don't really know when this took place, you know? Because it's oh, that's true. Universe, that's true. So. That's true. It could be in the future where technology was doomed and now it's all hotties. And they're on the restart. It's really a dystopia, yeah. It's off screen. They never show the like Old Spice body wash that they're all using or like all the hair products and like the razors. They just couldn't pay pay for, you know, the branding. The product placement, yeah. I'll say one thing I noticed on the show, this is the last thing I'll say about Game of Thrones, is that I see their yellow tongues from drinking coffee that day when they got to set. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know why, but like, it's, it's just such a, I see it all the time. Like, and I'm like, I know what that is. I guess it's just cause like something like an actor would look out for it. That's maybe. Starbucks <laughs> on your tongue. Just and like in the background of the, of the shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you and in the song? final cut, in the final cut, I mean, it's I like, I'm still in bound, disbelief. It's bound to happen, I guess, but I, I'm man. just like, are you really just so damn tired? You got to have the cup with you while you're getting your marks, like as they're right. like shooting. Like, come on, it's like it's like Give I get it, especially for the big scenes at the tables. Like they they'll hide it under the thing, but I'm just like, right. It's more on the editor side of how did none of you see this? Who did not like, catch this? Yeah, right. I mean, if an average viewer caught it, I mean, yeah. But what can you do? Honestly, but- it's funny. <laughs> There's apparently it's a like, pickup truck in another episode too, but I think that's been removed. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really it was. Funny. Uh, it was in the north, like uh, <laughs> no for the wool. Some hits were, came there to was town. like some White Walkers or something, and it was like in the distance, like on a ridge, but like it looked like rocks, basically. Yeah, like, that's so the, weird. I think that was a you. screenshot I remember seeing. The product placement for that episode, that fee was absurd. Ford probably paid a couple mil to get a pickup truck (laughs) into Game of Thrones. Getting getting the F-150 for Ford Truck Month was not cheap. Jon Snow rides in on the F-150 Raptor, drifts by some White Walkers, like flips them. They came to the show. They said, Ford said, would you put a truck and suspend all <laughs> beliefs and the world you've created for $2 million? Jon Snow looks in that, looks dead in the camera and goes, built Ford tough. Built Ford tough. I'm built Ford tough. This Valyrian steel sword is built Ford tough. Valyrian steel rims. <laughs> Can your dragon outrun a Ford F-150? <laughs> Maximum gear. Zero to 60 and 3.5. <laughs> Incredible. 80 horsepower. Anyway, they're they're pitching that at like the, the advertisers for the show are coming in. They're like, look, we know the budget's tight for season eight. Okay. But we have landed a killer deal for $50 million. <laughs> we're going to put in an F-150. John, you're going to drive it. The writers are just like, yes, yes, yes. They're writing it down. They said, yep, yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We can make that work. 50 million? <laughs> I was, I'm million? sorry, 50? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take it. It's yeah, it's already, it's already in. Five zero mil, a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Not for but, us. Uh, uh, speaking of a lot of money, Papa Joe finally remembered our stimmies were coming in. I thought you were going to say time is money. Let's get going. That's true, true. But also, we are going. We we are going. We're we're but also we're rocking and rolling. Stimmy on the way. That, stimmy that, on that, the way. That two thousand dollar check is, is is coming our way. Two thousand dollar asterisk check. Isn't that stimmy. weird? How all the branding for the Georgia election said two thousand dollar check sent to you. <laughs> Stimmy on my it's way. Stimmy on my <laughs> way. No, that one, that one January first counted. What are you talking yeah, about, dude? I what's what's so tragic is I was driving through Atlanta <laughs> the other day, and there was still a billboard up for John Ossoff that was like, "Vote John Ossoff for COVID relief immediately." And it's like, I don't know who what immediate <laughs> means. I maybe I'll give you a month, but it's a two and a half vague. months is uh, that's that's we're kind of dragging our heels a little bit, aren't it's we, March, fellas? It's March seventh, right? <laughs> March seventh. That's that's crazy. We yep. have, we have different uh, definitions of immediate. I guess that's okay. Annoying. What can you do? Uh, what can you do? Tell and, them to um, bring me my money. That's bring right, baby. My money. And uh, right. in in more tragic news, we suffered a great loss over these past couple of weeks. Very true. Very very near and dear to our hearts. Friends of the show, 
Daft Punk have split. You thought I was going to say something, didn't you? I, was, I thought we were just maybe going to have like a little moment of silence. Just Can we get some bagpipes going? I was going to go around the world. Around the world. Around the world. Oh. <laughs> did that come through? It did. Yes, yeah. it did. We'll see how that plays in the final cut. That's right, folks. We got the soundboard. We got soundboard. We got the soundboard. I'm we so need, jealous. We need, the, we need like the air, the air gun. Whatever oh, sound. that's I, that's what I was gonna. You know, I'm gonna download the air horn effect while uh while we're mid happy. I'm gonna be unprofessional, but we need it. We need it, it. It feels like that's the one that we do the most with our own mouths. So. Yeah, it exactly. has a little charm that we do it ourselves, though. But, um, a little DIY. You know what? I'll hold off at least until I'm done talking about my topic. I'll, I'll have a semblance of professional. Um, Thank you for that. You Thank know. you. Thank you. The eyes of the nation are on us. Yes, but um, there was a very Dash tragic video. No more. Oh, yes. Um, I, I feel like there's maybe like a little bit of subtext to that video, right? Because if you haven't seen it, uh, the video is, is our, our two beautiful... Uh, robots, Guy Manuel and Tomas, uh, walking through the desert. Eventually, Thomas starts slowing down, and uh, Guy Manuel returns to him and hits his self destruct button. And then Thomas explodes, and Guy Manuel keeps walking into the distance. So I'm kind of like, is Guy still going to be doing some stuff, or is like I have maybe... not seen this video. You haven't seen the video? No. Oh, it's it's very cool. Um, I'll I'll send it to you after this. They posted but, uh, it. Oh yeah, it's uh, what? I was gonna say. I was just gonna. Get, hey Jamie, can we get that pulled up uh, for Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. Pull that up right now. We're gonna watch pull it. Pull it up real quick. Jamie. It's so sad. Is Bro, that fair so use? Sad. Is that fair use? Can we throw that up? <laughs> uh, yo, can, mute that, please. Mute that. Mute that real quick. Thank you. It's license. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's actually considering there's not like a single spoken word going on. It's actually a very quite sad video. How um, long is it? It's like nine minutes. <laughs> it's pretty long, actually. Do they say uh, anything? No, it's just all like Daft Punk music. At first, it's like silent as they're walking. And like Thomas, the guy in the gray helmet, for those that don't know, uh, starts kind of slowing down and eventually comes to a halt. Whereas Guy in the gold helmet uh, kind of keeps walking and then he circles back. And he self-destructs Thomas because Thomas is like, this is it, bro. Kiss me. And then he explodes. Yeah. But and then but then guy in the gold helmet keeps walking. So it's I'm kind of like maybe just the the name Daft Punk is being retired and and Thomas is retiring. But maybe our boy guy still got some uh, still got a little juice. Might do some solo stuff maybe. I hope so. I mean the thing is too, it's weird for them to announce it now after what ten years of no music, nothing new. Right. Twenty thirteen. I think twenty thirteen was. was Ram. Um, but they produced for uh, a couple of the weekend songs in 2016 on Starboy, and then they also produced a single for Front of the Show Parcels. Yeah, they Um, that's like one of their biggest influences, weirdly enough. Yeah, but I mean, it's still it's been a good four years probably since we've heard anything from them, which to me it gave me a little bit of some false hope where i was like maybe i i know it's over but maybe we'll get one more album out of them or maybe just even right. one more tour or something right but uh i no. would have loved a tour that would have been nice 
there was that rumor going around for a long time back in 2017 because they did the 97 tour and then they did the 2007 tour, which is like the super famous one. So they were kind of like, oh, 2017, are they going to bring it back for, you know, the 30th year? But they did not. No, that's how it goes. It's kind of criminal that they only toured twice throughout their tremendous, you know, like, was I supposed to see run. you when I was 11? Like, what do you expect from me? <laughs> right. Or more one years <laughs> old? How was yeah. I supposed to get there? <laughs> Look, even like... Parents aren't taking me to see Daft Punk. I can tell you that. <laughs> Look, electronic music for me is like a total turnoff, except for Daft Punk pretty much. I don't even want to know what my, you know, Gen X boomer parents think of it. There's no way that I'm getting chaperoned to that one. No, no way. Um, there's there's some semblance of demonic uh <laughs> bird, you know like it's just drugs and sex exactly unlike, oh mom it's robots unlike <laughs> 70s rock that was also just drugs and sex but that's a different story um but yeah i mean the fact that you can release an album like ram and not tour for it is that's uh that's a war crime folks we're gonna have it to is. hold them accountable frankly i just want to know what convention happened. accounts for that the I think it you can tie it into why they wear helmets. They're not there for <laughs> they're obscuring their identity. They're not there for the notoriety in the sense of you know getting all the fans. I'm, I can't really speak for them, obviously, but no. Well, so that's actually a, a, a beautiful segue because it. I wanted to talk about. Have you guys seen their movie that they put out? No. Mm-hmm. They they made a full on like anime movie back when I think it was Discovery came out. Um, let me. Fact check that real quick. Number crunch. When Number did it come crunch. out? It was for discovery. I was right. I'm always right. So smart. That's right, baby. I know smart my guy. I know my punk, kind of. But um, yeah, it's like this full-on hour-long animated movie where it's uh like pretty much like you can break it into different music videos for every song on Discovery. But Whoa. it's like it flows front to back, um, like the soundtrack. And the whole premise of the movie is that you have these blue aliens that get kidnapped by like an evil record producer. And he tries to basically <laughs> like sell them out and just like make them into kind of like a generic pop band that's going to, you know, put numbers on the board. So it's I think that kind of speaks to their, you know, ideology in terms of like we really don't care for the public scene. We just want to make our music. We don't want to like have it. to worry about all the other bullshit going on in the music industry, right? Because they don't need to. Because they got uh, they got the chops to back it up, baby. They don't have to. It's true. It's uh, it's a real bummer to see them go. I was I interested to see if they would ever like even just be behind the scenes for artists out there or like have yeah. hands in something, you know? Right. Cause I mean like all of the songs that they did for Starboy were like obviously the best ones on the album. Cause it was Starboy and I feel right. it coming. And those are like, I feel like those are pretty much everybody's favorites. Um, yep. And I don't know. I was just, again, I was just holding on hope for like, even if it's just like maybe like a B sides album or something, just, just right. Just one more. Just, just something. One more. Give me one more. One more time. One Damn. more time. We're gonna celebrate. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All night. Don't it's stop the dancing. <laughs> One more but, um, time. I don't know. I mean, have you guys so I, I did discover the other week that uh, the there's a 4K uh video of their 2007 tour floating around, like a full one of I think they were playing in Chicago at the time. But uh if you haven't watched that very good 
don't know how I haven't looked that up before. That's oh, yeah. where cool. can the fans find that at? Uh, they can find this on youtube.com um, by searching Daft Punk Alive Tour concert wow. 4K. 4K yeah. on YouTube. I, I before it gets DMCA'd. <laughs> I was just thinking. It's, Probably already it, is. It's like, where can our fans see that? It's like, I actually have it tattooed on my arm. It's a QR code. It'll take you right to the video. <laughs> Go ahead and scan. <laughs> Go ahead and come up to me they, in public. I'll be happy to share with you. took the video down, so I needed a new tattoo. I had to get rid of this old one. <laughs> I had to get rid of this my old guy. is dead. You have to visit my Animal Crossing <laughs> island oh my and on gosh. the wall of my back room, you can find a QR code that you can scan. But don't tell anybody. But don't tell. It's a secret. Um, but yeah, if you guys, it's kind of funny because like electronic music always kind of gets ragged on for live performances with like, oh, what are they going to do? Show up and just press play. But like, yes. <laughs> Yes, the the Chad <laughs> yes thing. Exactly. <laughs> but like for for Daft Punk's 2007 tour, the way they did it is like you can find the live album on Spotify too. But so the good. every song is a mashup of two of their songs. So it's Whoa. like uh like Technologic and like One More Time are mashed up I think and you got like uh Around the World and Television Rules the Nation mashed up and it's it's very cool. It would have been like again I would have happily showed up just to hear them like, you know, play the hits or whatever and, and then go home. But the fact that they like basically did a full on mashup album just for the tour is very cool. That is really sure. cool. Yeah. That's nice. You know, like do you uh, the electronic artists step it up a little bit, maybe mix things up. Okay. Put I mean, effort into it. It's like, I feel like parcels actually is a pretty cool uh spinoff of daft punk just because they obviously it's all real instruments whatever but they right. do it's the same like you feel like you're listening to loops but the cool thing is it's played live like it's all right that's the yeah like, that's the allure for them i think it's so cool yeah it's like it's a it's a very cool way of using like electronic influence and not necessarily electronic music like obviously like, random access memories is like a prime example for that with daft punk where it's right. very heavily you know 70s funk inspired it's uh like um yeah i mean oh god i forgot what i was gonna say sorry <laughs> that's okay uh because i that leads me to like my next thing which is where i was um on twitter as i am seven hours a day and i encountered <laughs> a mashup of this like the the song itself was actually I think it's a 2008 Japanese song that they mashed up a Daft Punk song with, but it has like it's very 80s Japanese funk inspired, and that's me down this like big rabbit hole of now I'm I'm very I'm getting very into to Japanese funk, um, despite the fact that I have you know consistently reamed on K-pop stands for not understanding the lyrics to the music they're listening to, but you know Japanese funk is different though. That's so different. It's just good. I know it's hypocritical to say it, but it's true. It is different. Uh, it's just, it is. I mean, there's, I, it's like, I'm, it's no different than saying I don't like pop music, but I do like, uh, like a someone who blends pop and another genre. It's like, yeah, in America, you know, you got your pop artists or whatever. And, you know, what I'm trying to say, look, at the end of the day, it's good because I like it and K-pop is bad because I don't like it. And that's right. honestly, are, what more do you want? We are the tastemakers <laughs> of the internet and it's and, time to just accept that. I'm putting I mean, my foot down. 
I mean, listen, I, I don't know much about K-pop. I can't say anything about that. But what I do know about Japanese funk is they are playing their instruments and killing it. I do know that they are bopping. See, okay, so that that is like a, a difference for me though, right? Because like I can't, I don't really like, I'm not very good at engaging with electronic music for the most part. Daft yeah. Punk is kind of like an exception for me in that like they're probably in my top 10 to 15 artists somehow, even though it's a genre that like I don't really listen to at all. Right. Um, but like there, there is something about like their composition mm-hmm. and their production and their instrumentation that is like, so it seems so much more like, I don't want to say high effort because I don't want to like demean electronic music. I mean, it's more, it, honestly, it is like real music composition, right? But it's, yeah, I think it's more intentional is what it is. Like it's, there's a purpose for a lot of it and it's not like letting things play. It's like there, yes. it's a, it's an active it's an active creation, not a passive one, if that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. And it's also like, it's instantly recognizable too. Like mm-hmm. you hear a Daft Punk song, and even though it is, for the most part, all electronic, you can kind of instantly say, oh, that's Daft Punk. Like they have a very distinguishable style. It's very easily recognizable. Whereas like, you could probably play, you know, three different dubstep artists for me, and I just won't be able to tell you who made what, you know? Right. <clears throat> I agree with that. Oh yeah, but uh, it is—it's definitely, definitely a tragic day. I'm still holding out, guy. Don't let us down, man. Keep well, going. Something that's uh, on the topic of artists who you hope release music: Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac and Bootsy Collins. I don't know if you guys know Bootsy Collins at all, but I don't know Bootsy. If you've listened to "After the Storm" by Caliuchus, yes, he's the guy who goes, "Ah, oh, whatever comes around eventually comes back to you, baby." And uh, <laughs> that actually is that was actually me. That was great. It's uh, yeah. He he goes. Uh, now you got to be careful, baby, and look both ways before you cross my mind. You know that? Yeah. Before you cross my mind. Oh hey. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was the two fan filter. Had to throw that. <laughs> He's in there. bad with it. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, they. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's our new yes. studio girl who's going to uh, she's she's going to be gassing me up uh, throughout the remainder of the show. So get ready. Fantastic. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they uh, they got uh, they're called Silk Sonic. It's the three of them. It is just so cool. Seventies uh, R and B. Man, it's everything I wanted from Bruno Mars, and then to have Anderson Pock and Bootsy Collins on top of that is just. It's a that's a dynamic trio right there. The match um, made in heaven. And if you're gonna listen to it, it's uh, uh, "Leave the Door Open" is the name of their single. They also have an intro, so you got to listen to the intro before you know you of have course. to let it play into the other, because it's just one of a kind for sure. Do we know when Very the full excited. album's coming out? I haven't seen dates, but uh, I would assume by the end of this month, March. Uh, I hope so, at least, because that's, I would really, I've been listening to 24K Magic a lot, and 24, 24 Carat, <laughs> it's a good, 24 Carat, it's a good Thank album, you. and that's it only, is. that's, it's from like 2016, I think, so it's been like four years, five years since he released Oh, that. that's, uh, that hurts. Just been like, where was I in 2016? That was five years ago, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, Damn, that I feels trying good. not to dwell that on that. That feels really good. Yeah. I can't believe it. I still, it hasn't said in that it's 2021 yet. Yeah. It's, and it's already March. We're like, we're done. March. We're almost done with Q1, folks, of 
of 2021. Stupid. <laughs> Rough stuff. Stupid. Time flies when you're wasting away behind your desk. Uh, That's what I always say. Uh, feels good. You know, weirdly enough, uh, I don't know what's going on, but today Bruno Mars, or sorry, Anderson Pock tweeted at Bruno Mars, and it just was real. It's like this weird, like, so Anderson Pock posted a screenshot of the lineup for the Grammy performers. He said, Bruno, have you seen this? And Bruno retweeted it, said, like, I'm just waking up. Give me a second. And then he tweeted back to Anderson Pock and was like, oh, we should make some calls. We're not on this performers list. Where are we? Why aren't we performing? First of all, you put out a single, yes, two days ago. And yeah. second of all, the Grammys are next Sunday. <laughs> next Sunday. That's not they how that some works. of that quick turnaround time. And they're like, and and then I thought it was a joke. And then Bruno Mars released an actual statement, like a notes app type thing, where <laughs> he was like, "Please give us a chance." Like he, it's like he's acting like he's nobody and trying to be like, "Please, we need the money. Right. Like we want to perform." Listen, I love Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac, but like, this is weird. It feels like the weekend being like, "Don't go to the Grammys. They're not letting me perform." It's a bad look, fellas. It, it looks kind of like they're trying to lump themselves in with the struggling musician who is getting no gigs during the pandemic. Yeah. When they can yeah. pretty much live off what they have already pretty easily. Like, buddy, you're triple platinum. Like, come on, let's, uh, could, let's yeah. not kid ourselves here. Everyone involved in that, everyone involved in that project could sit on their couch until they died and they'd be fine. They could have yeah. their income, just take care of it for them. Right. So I don't know what that's still about. streaming. And I'm still streaming it. So I'll be streaming it. <laughs> I'm streaming that. They've gotten but. 45 cents directly from Thomas. That's 8,000 streams. <laughs> Anderson got that Malibu money coming in. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's, I mean, the song is, uh, everything about their project, though, is so cool, regardless of this weird Grammys thing. I feel, yeah. I actually feel like um, my theory is that it was a marketing ploy for them to not be on, because, okay, the Academy and everyone in the music business knew this collaboration was coming for a long sure. long time i'm sure uh and so for them to like call out the grammys and be like oh we should be able to perform blah 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 blah. i yeah. feel like they're going to show up at the grammys and it's like oh they are performing you know what i mean are they doing them in person or yeah. are they uh, okay yeah yeah they're i mean the, all the artists are performing live at the show i don't know oh, yeah i don't know capacity wise what it's looking like but um yeah. john mayer's going to be there um, they'll have at least the people that were nominated will allow them to show yeah, yeah yeah they'll come and accept the awards and then all the performances are going to be there um john mayer i think is the rumor is that he's performing with someone um so he's Us. not on the bill but like he'll be okay. playing for somebody or something so the feet picks live band will be showing up with john mayer <laughs> the feet picks late night band the dream keep your eyes peeled we'll be there look out for us we'll be playing actually, the soundboard the entire purpose of that uh, Bruno Mars notes tab going out was so that the biggest podcast in America, <laughs> Feet Picks, would be talking about it right away. That's right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We are, um, you know, just go on, to, go on to the Vegas betting websites and just take a look at the over-under on will Feet Picks be performing at the Grammys. And I think those odds are going to tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> it's 10 to 1 million. You'd be stupid not to take it. <laughs> Look, just bet 10 bucks on us and, you know, we'll make you a billionaire off of that $10 investment. So Exactly. Right. There yeah. you have it. It's, yeah. I will say, it's I did not. Get rich um, quick. 
Look, buy our book. It's called How to Make $10 Million by Betting on the Grammys. And, our book is um, called How to Make 10 Bucks. It's like right. five pages. It it's will only $10 on, on Amazon Prime. Half of the book is a table of contents. <laughs> and a forward. And then the other half is, the other half is a forward. <laughs> and it's a couple of pictures of the authors. And it's just full page <laughs> pictures of us. And then the first chapter is like four. It's like two words. And it just says drive Uber. <laughs> Post your cash app in your Twitter bio. <laughs> Boom. You'll get $10 over Go the course Go viral, of post Easily. the cash app. Put $1 into cryptocurrency and wait 10 years. You'll have $10. You will have either $0 or $8,000. There's no in between. Amen. But uh, yeah, I did not, uh, I didn't realize that I really wanted this collab until I heard it announced. Um, yeah. It, it just didn't even strike me as like a possibility. Right. Yeah. I I never knew. I, yeah, I didn't know I wanted him. It's like, I am agree. I allowed to have this? Have I been right. a good enough boy to deserve an Anderson Park? Bruno Mars we, can, we can have it. Have That'd you listened nice. to the song? Have you both? Oh yeah. I, I haven't spent enough time with it, um, I but that. I have listened to it. Maybe we should play a little snippet for the fans at home. Listen, you guys got to hear this. So I, you know what? Here it is. Leave the door open. Silk. Sonic. Sonic. I'm sipping wine sip, sip. in a robe. I look too good, look too good to be alone. Ooh. My house clean, house clean. my pool warm. pool warm, just shake smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east wing and the west wing of this mansion. What's happening? I am playing no games. Every word that I say is coming straight from the heart. So. Bruno, Bruno, everybody, Bruno, Bruno, live in the that, studio. That brings us to our next topic. So, Bruno, how are you? <laughs> Hang on, let me find the Bruno Mars voice filter. <laughs> Thirty minutes of this show is just. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta find this voice filter. <laughs> on, no, I, I have the. I have the one right second. One. I, have I have the, the right technology. One. technology. Hang on, let me download it. Hello, this is Bruno Mars. Coming Bruno, in you, live. Changed. Gosh, Bruno, you, you sound different. Are you all right? The music has taken my ability to walk on my own. <laughs> Bruno, you have, to, you have to perform next weekend. I thought you were campaigning for it. I have been paralyzed by <laughs> the soul of the music. It, it was too much for me. I couldn't handle it. The funky beats. <laughs> That's a good oh, one. Oh, man. <laughs> and we expect Anyways, Bruno Mars, everybody. Money. <laughs> it's a great song. I'm really excited for it. I am. I, I'm, I'm going to do a quick fact check on uh, when the album's coming out. Damn, now I'm going to have to go back and listen to Malibu again, and it's just going to be a whole ordeal. Um, Malibu? So Sonic, the yep. Anderson pack. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, that's right. No, not Silk Song. Silk Sonic. Oh, man. Let's see. Let's see. Fill some air for me, fellas. So I 
I was in downtown LA and <laughs> Tyler, the creator, he, he pulls up next to me in his McLaren. This was before he crashed the McLaren. Oh yeah. He, he rolls the window down and he, he throws an ice cream cone at me. Oh my God. And he, and he drives away. Oh my God. I think we actually have a statement from Tyler, the creator. <laughs> Hang on. Let's, let's play it real quick. Hello. This is Tyler, the creator calling in. Hey, Ty. I crashed my McLaren and I've been severely injured. Tyler, this is before you crashed the McLaren, bought me a Tesla. I know you're sick of me talking about cars. I know you're that sick w- of me talking <laughs> about cars. Wow, Tyler. Well, I'm so sorry for your loss. I appreciate you calling in. This is uh, such a surprise. You, uh, get better. Thank you. I Word am a huge you. fan of the show. <laughs> I am a huge feet fix <laughs> fan. Every celebrity from now on is just going to be the Stephen Hawking voice. Filter. I love it. That's oh, great. That's I tough. we I want to do more of that. I um I can't day. find a release date. Yeah, that's going to be a great. Uh, great I you know game. they'll I okay if my theory is correct they'll probably announce the release date at the Grammys when they perform as a surprise. Yeah. You heard it here first. It may not come out by then, but you heard it here first. That's right. This, that's the feedback. Like most promise. things. Yes, we're on the cutting edge of the industry. On the cutting edge of that's things right, you heard baby. last week. I'm getting all my sources are telling me we'll get the, the date at the Grammys. We'll get the Absolutely. date for you guys. We, we have yeah. some insider boots. You'll be the first around. to know. Keep your uh, ears on the, the feet pick socials. Uh, we'll, we'll have it for you. That's As right. a Grammy-nominated podcast, we have some inside sources um, that, you know, give us a couple of, couple of tidbits here and there about what we can expect. So, you know. Is there a, is there a Grammy uh, for podcasts? No, I, I don't actually, think so. I think if you make... If we if we put all of it on a disc and sell it as a compilation, oh, comedy like a comedy album, album. You can, uh-huh. yeah, there's there's a comedy a, album because yeah. none of it's funny anyway. So we got a pretty good shot. <laughs> we got a pretty good shot. I remember Steve Martin won one for his comedy album. Okay, that, that was probably pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was. For, friend of the show, Steve Martin. Maybe we'll hear from him <laughs> later. Who's to say? Hey, he might call in. We'll see. We'll see if we can get him. We'll keep the lines open. <laughs> I want Steve uh, Martin. Oh, Steve! Steve, I, Steve, a big fan, big fan of you and the the Steep Canyon Rangers. Uh, Steve, after seeing you guys in NPR. Steve, yeah. I gotta say, Cheap by the Dozen is one of my favorite movies. And I, you know what? I'm just gonna. This is this might be controversial, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Cheaper by the Dozen Two was the best movie of that decade. I think that's pretty safe to say. Look at the cast. I mean, Thank it's star studded. <laughs> Thank you for finally saying what we've all been thinking. Steve, I don't want to put you on the spot, but could we uh, <laughs> could we get you to say the Pink Panther line? Hamburger. <laughs> can you do the hamburger line? Can you do the hamburger? Do it. You have a hamburger. Wow. Just like the movie. <laughs> that is nuts, man. Thank you for calling you know, in, I'm sure Steve. fans say it all the time. I really appreciate your time, Steve. Thanks for coming on. Oh, Steve, I'm yeah. sure you get that a lot, but hey, we'll miss you on the way out. <laughs> oh, poor Steve. I, I wonder what happened to him. Seems like they've all got the same affliction. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I don't know what's going on. They're, everybody's must becoming... be the cell. The cell service must be kind of spotty out there. <laughs> Some bad connection. That must or something. be it. That must be it. I, yeah, surely they all don't have um, you know muscular atrophy or whatever it was that Steve. Surely, surely. Of course not. No. 
Now, uh, Josh, you had something for us, didn't you? Oh, of course. Uh, Always do. I was now, doing my random. Uh, oh, go ahead. If if I had to pose a question. Yeah, right? of course. Over or under 40 years from today's date? <laughs> uh, you know the answer. <laughs> He's looking down at his paper while he answered that. Uh, well, it's funny you say that. He couldn't look us in the eye and say it. I really couldn't do it. I was like, look, boys, said, at this you, point, you, you, know, you know, what are we you know. here for if not this? You know what it is. Honestly, though. Well, There's Josh, a lot of, you know, wait, go ahead. I was just, I was just going to say what, yeah. What, what did you have for us? Well, I was, uh, I was on a YouTube rabbit hole journey like a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was listening to some old Cherokee music, you know, getting in touch with my roots, obviously. Um, and I was like, I really like this song. I wonder who it's by. And like, you know, cause you never hear of like, you know, any Cherokee, you know, actual like singing. Um, right. Yes the big mainstream media, the lamestream media, the lamestream media. They don't want you to know, Joe. They don't want, <laughs> they don't want you to hear the songs from the native Americans, Joe. They won't let they you. They don't Joe. want them. They won't let you. They, they, the, the, the Chinese are breeding. Native Americans. <laughs> I couldn't keep that one together. I'm sorry. It All fell right. apart, but that's okay. That's why you did great. Uh, so anyway, I found this one and eventually I was, you know, combing through the comments and I found out who it was and I was just looking at their Spotify page. The Spotify like bio have those things have like a lot of really interesting uh, information. Surprising amount of effort into those. Yeah. Like small artists are getting like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Significant blurbs in there. Anyway, I'm in there writing and making all up. I keep submitting them. They keep accepting it. I love your work. (laughs) Thanks. It's pure fiction. It's It's I'm glad you're enjoying it though. How hard could that be, really? I this is a different topic. I'm sure the ahead, Spotify. Josh. I think it's probably. I think it's literally just Wikipedia like links, yeah. basically. But uh, anyway, the name of the band I found was Walela. It was W A L E L A, which translates to hummingbird. I think. Oh, cool. no, that's nice. Anyway, it's a band of well, it was like a trio. Uh, the most famous one was named Rita Coolidge, who I'll be talking about mostly. Rita Cool Ranch. Rita Cool Ranch, Dorita, Dorita Cool Ranch. Uh, <laughs> you won't forget that name. That's that's so <laughs> offensive. Famous Cherokee singer, Dorita Cool Ranch. Oh, no. That's right. I can say it, Brad, but you probably That's true. Can. I'm sorry. We're going to have to censor that out for me, I think. That's all right. You, you can know, censor I the word Dorito. <laughs> anyway, back to it. So it's her, her sister, and I think... Her niece was the other one. Okay. Um, so I was just kind of like, you know, reading through this really casually. And I was like, of course, this connects to the folk music MCU perfectly. Like, of course. Naturally. It's a callback. It's so, our natural, you know, our natural ability yeah. is to find it, it bizarrely integrated. The information, it seeks us out. You know, we don't really, I wasn't looking for this, but here we go. So uh, she was married to Chris Christopherson in 1973 through 1980. Wow. A famous highwayman and country music legend. And then it gets even more fun. Let's find out. There's like a few other names in there I didn't really recognize, but she had at one point she was dating Stephen Stills from Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. And he was dating Stephen Hawking. (laughs) 
Yes, she was. Wow. Wow. Steven, welcome. (laughs) So many surprise guests today. So many. Anyway, she was dating Steven Stills from CSNY, we'll say. And then uh, eventually she left him for Graham Nash, who was also in Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Dang. And according to Wikipedia, uh, we, you know, that's a scholarly source. Her leaving Stills for Nash has been cited as a contributing factor behind the initial 1970 breakup of the band. Damn. And she was the, quote, sweet little Indian girl named, quote, Raven in the song Cowboy Movie by David Crosby. Interesting. So there's another, like, I'm just going to read you all the songs that were on the Wikipedia page that were written about this woman. Hang on. So is she like the Yoko Ono of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young? In a sense, but she can sing well. She doesn't screech like a dolphin. And she, she <laughs> but she sings. didn't end up. She didn't marry any of them. She married Christopher Stockton. Oh, okay, fair. So the song uh, "Cherokee" by Stephen Stills on his self-titled album is about her. He has another song I'm referring on that. to. <laughs> He's another song on that album called "Sit Yourself Down" that's also about her. Then you have David Crosby's song "Cowboy Movie" where she's referenced. And then I didn't know this musician, but he looked like he was pretty, uh, would have been in the time period, would have been pretty well known based on what I saw. Uh, Leon Russell has a song called Delta Lady and a song for you, both about Mm -hmm. this woman as well. Wow. So she was, uh, you know, I guess pretty coveted in this this community. It was the apple of many man's eye. And they would call her Raven, I guess, because of her dark hair and eye color, I would, I would assume. Quoth the Raven. Sweat galore. Anyway, <laughs> uh, here's another fun information tidbit here. I'm just going to read this exact quote from Wikipedia. So uh, don't sue us. We do not make money. You can't sue us. But I, can they legally even copyright Wikipedia if it's open source? I feel like by definition, it's kind of free market at that point. Right. We'll, we'll let our legal team sort that out. That's true. During the 1970s and 1980s, her songs were on Billboard magazines, pop, country, adult contemporary, and jazz charts. And she won two Grammy Awards with fellow musician and then-husband Chris Christopherson. Her recordings include, Your Love Keeps Lifting Me Higher and Higher, We're All Alone, and I'd Rather Leave While I'm in Love, and the theme song from 1983 James Bond film, Octopussy. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. Oh, <laughs> Whoa, we got, we got Tyler in the real clarity. <laughs> Yo, Tyler just catching up to us. He heard he's we were pulling, talking about us. He's, actually, he's pulling up now. He's pulling up now. He's late. <laughs> Tyler, that's like, that's like a real like, uh, Howard Stern moment of like the guy that you're talking about on the radio coming and storming <laughs> the studio. You just hear. <laughs> oh, my God. He's door, here. The door sounds. It shuts. <laughs> You hear like the faint yelling of the guy not on the mic. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got the mic. Got like the mic. shuffling. It's like. <laughs> uh. Anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> I didn't mean to play. <laughs> I didn't mean to play that. The Minecraft I, I meant to play bite. this one. There it is. Well done. <laughs> He's getting so good. My timing is getting even better. It really is. 
What else you got for us, Josh? Um, let's see, Brad. Do we do we sort out? Do we can we find the track? Oh, you want to play on? Yeah, we give them a little, little tease. Give them a little tease, sure. Let's give them a little taste, a little music day. So uh, while our tech sound engineer is getting ready here, I'm going to play a little sample of the Cherokee morning song. And it's pretty much just like a few words repeated, but it's, you know, it's got a nice vibe is, to it. Is it, I mean, is this like a, um, I don't know if it was made clear or not. So is this like written music or is this from a tribe and it's like their song? It's like their chant it's, or their... Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think it's, a it's spoken like, word, interpretive dance, jazz fusion um, type of things with um, some 1920s EDM influence. Yeah, it's actually Daft Punk co-produced in the 90s on this one. <laughs> Hell yeah! Funny you say that. Uh, here's a little callback to our previous topic. Daft Punk was. <laughs> da- <laughs> I'm not gonna. It's just not worth it. <laughs> Anyways, I was about to do the whole thing. Bring us in, Josh. This is the Cherokee Morning Song by Walela. I love, honestly, I, I didn't realize how much I loved, like, uh, I almost said Navajo culture, um, uh, Damn. Cherokee culture, because um, the it, weird story, stopped by this gift, gift shop. I stopped I was, by the gift shop. I stopped by this gift shop that's like, it just looks like someone's attic and basement collections over the like 50 years, basically. Oh, those are the best. Like the antique it was stores. Awesome. Just, yeah. And it was, okay, so Kayla and I walk in. We're waiting to just get our food. We just wandered into the shop. And we're just like, there's no one, no one's come yet to see us. We're looking at these like tiny mugs. I mean, the size of like a little, I mean, maybe an eighth of an inch big little mugs. They have names on them. I was looking for my name. That's not important. Um, he walks up and I hear a voice behind us. He goes, hey guys, uh, my name is Daryl. Um, so this shop, the way it works, uh, everything here is mine. Um, over here, we have a whole archaeology section. I'm an archaeologist. Uh, I and like, no joke, any rock or necklace or like mineral you could pick up, he would tell you exactly where he, with his own hands, mined it from. Like, it, it, uh, you know what I mean? The real life Indiana Jones, real stuff. I mean, this man, he was like, I am part <laughs> Cherokee. All of these things come from those tribes. These are the stories behind and like the significance of each, uh, like this shark tooth or this like uh, saber tooth. Like, and they're all just real, super cool. That would be like, I feel like that'd be hard to part with, you know, if you spent uh, all that time collecting all that stuff. Maybe he's just like his wife's like, you have to get rid of it. It's it's taking up too much space. You have to get it out of here. It feels, it felt like um, one of those things where he'll only part with it if you're like worthy <laughs> in his eyes, you know, like he talks to you for a bit and then you he's like, to listen to the story. Yeah, exactly. And if you listen to it and he likes you, then he's like, okay, you can buy this if you want. If not, he's like, you're not worth it. You're not going to appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. Cool guy. If you're not- anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. If you- and you'll be. And you'll be saved. Sorry if I'm breaking up. I'm trapped in a cave. 
Uh, I thought you were peeing. My service. It does sound like he's peeing. Not, I'm peeing in a cave. Here, hang on. Let me pinch the screen off. There we go. My nice. I'm going through a tunnel. Did you find any? Are you, are you an archaeologist? Can you hear me now? Yes, I am an archaeologist. Um, that's my day job for all of you who have been wondering. You know what's crazy? He His day job was uh, he works at a COVID hospital, and then at night he comes and runs this shop. I run a COVID hospital where I abandon all of my patients inside of a cave. And that's wow. how, yeah, that's how we've been beating the virus. Thank you for your hospital. service. Thank you. I found my way out of the cave. I'm good. So, I, uh, Josh, what do we, what do you got for us? What's the, uh, <laughs> that song was awesome. I'm so, this is my fault that we went off track because <laughs> that song was great. I thought it was really, really cool. Well, thank um, you. And, uh, Remind me again who sang that. So it was the group is Dorito Cool Lale, Ranch. Lalela, uh, <laughs> sung by Doritos Cool Ranch, aka Rita Coolidge, her sister, okay. and then her sister's daughter are the three members. That is, it's. I mean, it's so it's so ethereal and like. I mean that it sounds yeah. legitimate, you know. Oh yeah, right. I think her uh, parents were like. I think her mom was either it's either her mom or her dad was half Cherokee and the other one was full. Okay. So she's yeah. very, very Cherokee, I guess you could say. Would you be surprised to hear that I am the only one viewing the lyrics for the song on Genius at the moment? I think that is not surprised. <laughs> That's not, a, I'm surprised they, they're on They don't Genius. have that many listeners on Spotify. It's still more than you would think. Uh, Josh has, yeah. It, last time I was downloading a song for Josh's 5, 000, Discover Weekly. 5,075 listeners for them. Wow. <laughs> your your last them. episode song literally had like 500 plays on YouTube. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. We didn't even crack four That's digits. That's what it's all about, baby. This That's one's looking a little here. beefier. This one's got 53,000. Um, you're kind of slipping a little bit. I don't know. We got to get those numbers up. Get we got to crank them up. down. <laughs> that's i mean that's see, really rita, cool yeah, rita coolidge she's sitting at six hundred forty-three thousand listeners she's a oh, little more famous okay yeah no kidding where Her did side you project is go ahead where'd you come across uh the song honestly i was just on youtube and i found some video every once in a while you know every couple of years i'll i'll get on my my Cherokee vibe, and then I'll listen to some stuff, and then I was just like, I wonder what that actually, if that's actually even on Spotify. And then, I wow, just, yeah, I read the about page, and was like, oh wow, she dated half of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and married Chris Christopherson. Sick. And then, you know, I was like, that could be a topic. I don't have that's anything else so to talk cool. about. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. Josh's uh, YouTube algorithm has him pinned at about 113 years old, um, yeah, and they living they in it. rural North Dakota. There's uh, like. Damn. In regards to the demographics on YouTube, Josh is like the, you're like the outlier of their studies. It's like, who is this one person <laughs> up here who's been listening to all these weird yeah. like, music from the 1800s? How do we appeal yeah, to the mid-20s male in uh, suburban America? How this do we appeal one to the male? It's like a random sampling. I, I, think, I think we need to sit down with this guy and see what he's all about. <laughs> the same guy that's watching Daft Punk music videos is also... <laughs> listening to 1800s bluegrass and Cherokee 
morning songs. He might yeah. be a renaissance man. <laughs> Who is the, the YouTube marketing exec is presenting to the board. And he's like, I've picked a random sampling of one, what you would call a typical 25-year-old uh, white man in America at the moment. And what our data tells us <laughs> is that there has been a tremendous resurgence in 1940s Cherokee folk songs. You that's, know, that's simply and that's true, where sir. we're going. I taking all of our data to mean this. I don't want to uh, switch topics. I actually do know what I wanted to talk about this week, and oh. that is oh. my unless unless Josh, you had anything else no, to no. add before I, I go? That, that was it. Uh, I had a job. I got a job doing ASI work, which is where oh, you are put in a room after answering a bunch of questions about what shows and TV shows you like, and then uh, what streaming services you have that you pay for and what you do. So uh, you're part of like a focus group, part of a focus group. And um, it was really weird. It was like, we, they sat us down. There was uh, 10 guys in my room, all ages. Uh, and they had us watch a show that was the equivalent. It's like, um, Keep in mind that you have NDAs to uphold and that you cannot disclose them on a public broadcasting network. Uh, technically, I didn't sign anything. Oh, but I'm still, gonna, central, I'm still not going to. I'm still not going to give anything away. No, no, no. I'm being tactful about Let it for it rip, sure. Baby. Let it rip. Basically, Let it rip. <laughs> that sounds like. Is that like a um in in a football stadium or something? I'm actually. Um, outside of your apartment, trying to get your attention. I'm trying to get you to come outside. <laughs> With the boombox. Sir, come off the ledge. You are not allowed to be up there. Oh my God. I'm so jealous you have those effects. I want to use them so bad. Jeez. It's, it's uh, too much power for me to have. I should. It is. I, I get have that. To this. Yeah. Anyway, um, so it was really cool because uh, they pay you in like cash checks and then Visa cards. And, uh, all you really do, you just show up, you go to the room and you get a dial. Um, basically all the way to the right is double positive all the way to the left, double negative, And then in the middle is neutral. And then there's a red button that you push and you can only push it once that will tell them I would have turned the show off by now. Like I would have hit the power button and I'm done with this. The red button <laughs> kills you that's, instantly. That's because, that sounds like a lot of fun. It was really fun, actually. It's garbage off my TV. Get it off my TV. You got five seconds to grab my attention, and if you don't get it, I'm hitting the button, and I'm, I'm still getting paid. It's crazy because they're watching kind of like a, a linear graph that's moving to the right, I think. This is like my theory is how I thought about yeah. it. So they're probably watching because they have everyone's dials. They have every single one, and then they see where you turn it either – left right so it'll go up or it'll go down based on where your dial is at yeah and what they do is so they track it then with the episode length so that they can go okay at 301 they went double negative why was that some really bad joke or someone was doing a savage dance on tiktok <laughs> so scripted 16 minutes in uh the entire audience did flip to double positive and that's actually highly correlates with the only nude scene in the episode which is interesting <laughs> everything else had flatlined except for there was a brief 25 second snippet not sure why scored really well with the males um <laughs> yeah it was an interesting experience i it made me think about like all of my friends who have done pilots and stuff and then to think about because afterwards they give you a piece of paper that's like 
what did you think about each character one to five? Like, what did you like about them? Dislike? Uh, I mean, you go really in depth and kind of let them know, like, what would bring you back to the show? What would keep yeah. you from coming back to the show? And I was just like, I wonder if people have said like, man, that in, in regards to Ben, like if he was on a pilot, it's like, <laughs> man, that guy sucked. Like, do not bring him whatever he's doing. Don't bring him back. Yeah, I got brought in for, uh, I was watching an episode of Halt and Catch Fire season three, and I Check saw this uh, goofy looking kid with the afro, and to be yeah. honest, I don't think I liked him very much. He had one line, and I pressed the red button. Don't bring <laughs> him back. the moment Thomas speaks, it's, it's like just, 16 it's just, drop-offs. Uh, beep. Yep. beep. I can't tell you what it is about this kid. I just I just don't like him. <laughs> Something about him I, I just hate. I just couldn't see myself having a beer with him. I don't know. I just, I don't get it. It just doesn't seem like he's one of the guys, one of the dudes. Nice, nice reference. And it's not a race thing. It's not a race thing. I want to make <laughs> and it's sure. not a race thing. Let's be clear. I mean, honestly, like, I just, it was the part of him that was half white that made me really want to hit the button. It's, so I guess it's kind I don't of a want race to see thing, it but anymore. it's not the race thing that you think it is. It's not the bad race thing. <laughs> that might be bad to say, but... Pivot. But yeah, we might be snipping that. We may snip that out. We, we may snip. snip the we, racial context. We might be segment. snipping that. Snip. It was uh, snipping it. <laughs> Is that loud? It was so scary. It's jarring. <laughs> oh my gosh, especially with headphones on. I can't hear anything else that's going on in the apartment. So that really I, you're, un- you're under full control of me. You are. You I am. My whim. At the mercy of your stupid voice changers. My stupid voice changers is it? Oh my god, that one is so funny. I love that one. Okay, I I mean, I kind of like it. It's fine. I think it's nice. (laughs) It's accurate. Is it accurate? What's it accurate to? RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) Start your engines. Start your engines. Give me a quote. Give me a quote to say. I just love hearing you say glam is on realness. Glam is on realness. No, 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 no. Glam is on. Glam is on. Like Amazon. Like Amazon, but glam is on. Because you're a man who dressed as a woman. You're a glam is on. I am a woman. <laughs> I dress like a woman. I, I need you to stop this. I can't handle it. He's, he's, so, pretty, he's pretty cute. It's freaking me out. Hey, he's kind of cute. He's kind of cute, isn't he? <laughs> Brad, don't take this the wrong way. You're kind of cute. You're kind of bad with it. <laughs> You're kind of why bad. Am I, why am I starting to be so... I'm starting to be seduced by him. <laughs> why am I sweating in the Zoom call? I'm, oh, my God. I'm suddenly starting to be seduced by him. I'm so naughty. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, just a mess of an episode, but oh, man, we should have done. Had a fun. It was a fun job. The ASI thing was cool. I mean, I hope I get picked to do it again. It's uh, what's your ha- final verdict on the show? Oh, I hope that. it doesn't. I hope it doesn't get picked up. <laughs> it buns. I mean, some kid, some kid booked a job for that show. He's like, man, I really think this could be my big break. Uh, I really hope everybody likes it. And Tom was like, I hope that never sees the light of day. <laughs> I hope that yeah. double to the left, double negative. Yeah, I, double neg. No it's, uh, questions asked. It's pretty clear that that is exactly what they thought in this show because they were given one hundred and ten percent. Boy, did it show all one hundred and ten percent. It was a lot. It was a lot. Right a little too hard, maybe. Yeah, it was like it was like Victorious was a cooler show than what this was trying to be, and well, it was. On. 
And I, I mean, setting the bar high. I'm saying, I mean, like Victorious was cool. I overall, I enjoyed Victorious, and I feel like this show had the opportunity to be that, but it just didn't. And it's possible they say, like, hey, we got to redo all these things because I was in the Zoom call. I got the picks to do a follow up to for a focus group to give them like real, real opinions, and they, um. I was like one of three people out of 10 that were really giving like constant feedback. I tried not to do a lot because I was trying not to like take over the Zoom call, but yeah, I had a lot to say. And I was like, I'm getting paid to be here. I'll get like, I want to help you guys make this a good show. So, right. I think the main character would be better suited if I was cast in that role. Have you guys uh, thought about like me? Like me I'll take your answer off this. Here. Look, but- all I'm saying is, what's the highest paid role? Oh, yeah, that character. <laughs> I think you could, what you would really want is you maybe real? early to mid twenties, uh, maybe five, nine, uh, long hair, soft five, like nine, a, <laughs> a hard five, nine, let, five, I mean, nine with, look, his on. Five, nine <laughs> with my shoes on. Anyways, I just, I think that's the missing ingredient. I don't know. I just don't that's think it's me. That's why I read the part. Honestly, just, and I, I know a guy that could probably do that pretty well. Look, uh, yeah. not, number. I can get you in touch with his agent, probably. A lot of people were leaving the studio saying the exact same thing, to be honest. They're not going to They're kind of looking face. at me. They're like, they're like, you should do this. And I was like, well, you put the idea in my head. <laughs> the funniest part about this whole experience is that you're not allowed to have any contact or connections with the entertainment industry in the slightest at all. Like friends, family, associates, acquaintances, they list all of them. They're like, do you have anyone in the entertainment industry, including yourself, that's involved in the entertainment industry? And I was like, no, uh, no, none come to mind. Crazy. Doesn't I, sound. I can't not, remember any. Doesn't sound like anything that uh, I was. What is? I was, what is entertainment? That's pretty broad net. <laughs> that I've been in. Hey, oh. hey, hey! Just I've been in that in a while. Catch fire! It was I actually a good show. show. I like. It was a good show. I, I agree, but but yeah, uh, that was that was an interesting experience. Just added to the list of things I've done for money out here. Also. Wipeout is out, and you can see the Hell apparatuses yes. that I did. Uh, I forgot to say that last show. Did you send that to us? I feel like you did. I forgot to. I'll, yeah. s- I'll send them again. Yeah, we can we can post them on the uh, on the thing. I'm interested in the apparatuses. Yeah, yeah, the apparatus I, the apparatus. Various apparatus. Plurals. I have no idea. Apparatus. Multiple apparatus. I feel like apparatuses is. has a nice vibe to it. Apparatuses. apparatuses. That's like isosceles. It feels that sounds like an say. ancient Greek philosopher. <laughs> it does. Apparatuses. We are you going to consult apparatuses. The yeah, great apparatuses. That. He actually yeah. was the one that invented Wipeout. <laughs> apparatuses. <laughs> Greco Wipeout. <laughs> John Apparatuses. Everything's made out of marble. And they're, they're just, just like they're like running <sighs> on aqueducts. All right, contestants, now you're going to hop down to the lion pit. We're going to see who can get through it fastest. Okay, contestants, we've hidden a key in the pit latrines. We're going to jump in and grab it. All right, everybody, strip nude. It's time for the wrestling obstacle. Million dollar idea, medieval times wipeout. Yes, yes. They do the Ninja Warrior course in full medieval armor. Like that would be awesome. That's not at all what I was thinking, but like, sure. <laughs> that would be, be cool, too. 
<laughs> you have to commit samurai suicide at the end if you fail within the time limit. It's just any contestant that doesn't make it is killed on the course. I was just thinking they could eat like a big turkey leg or something for, <laughs> in the competition. You get to, <laughs> instead of hitting the buzzer, you have to finish a full turkey leg. Yeah, the whole thing after. Or no, no, no. You have to do it before you start oh, I like the course. Before. I like before. And you can't throw up. <laughs> it's like the beer race. Yeah, where you have to finish your beer like yes, right before you yes. finish the foot race. It's perfect. I, I want to see Medieval Times Fear Factor. That would be really cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool. like, you have to scoop horse shit with your bare hands as a stable boy. Just Can like my it? dad's 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 times 10 did it. <laughs> and his dad before him. And before yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You have to face, um, I don't know, what's the Black Plague with, uh, with absolutely no medical resources whatsoever. <laughs> you have to survive for a week. Survive. Your time starts now. We release 800... Contaminated rats into the arena. <laughs> One of you these have, rats. You have no to- access to running water or a bathroom in your urban home. Your time starts now. <laughs> you must live in this house for 24 hours. Out of dirt and straw. <laughs> Just giving them nothing. Oh, Build yeah. a life. Have fun. Have fun. And the clock starts now. And the time starts now. You win 14 gold pieces if you win. <laughs> And a horse. You get you get livestock uh, <laughs> as your as your reward. That's the that's the greatest offer that you could get. And in, in three sheep, two goats. You three get sheep, two goats. You get four goats for your your, your troubles out Boy. here in the medieval times. Now that's a steal. <laughs> oh, you might you take your sheep and you make some fleece jackets with it. You oh, sorry, wait, robbery. Fleece jackets, and then you got your goat's milk. That's cheeses and milk, and the yes. goat eventually you can just eat the goat. Come on. That's all the way, Robray. That's the deal, boy. <laughs> on Tuesdays, you take your goat and you take him outside, right? And then you, you take him and you, you you put your lips up to his nipples because we don't have buckets yet. We haven't quite invented the bucket. And you drink right from the teat of the goat. There you have it. Unfortunately, no Cockney British uh, voice mod filter for me to go through. Yeah. That would be crazy if they had filters for accents. <laughs> Sense, that'd be so that sick. would be crazy. Oh my gosh, that I would. It would be so fun. The future of like the deep fake is just these like insane voice filters on that are available for free on the internet. It you take is. your goat outside, right? <laughs> you take him, and then you put your lips right up to the nipple. Right, right up to the nipple. You put it right up there. Don't be afraid. That sounds like the big fear. giant from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, the mountain. <laughs> oh, oh, the oh, the big, 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 the big giant. giant. Oh, yeah, the real uh, giant. Do the, the you walk. Do the, do the you walk. Oh, hang on. I got to find it again. <laughs> I should have known. I got to search for it. Oh, there it is. You walk. <laughs> <laughs> you bloody walk. That's so good. Well, uh, should, stuff. should we jump into Discover Weekly? I think it's time. I it's reckon. Time. Sorry, I need to disable them. I think it's time. <laughs> who uh, who would like to go first? Joshua, Angel Joshua, question. Joshua, one verse nine. Me? Alrighty. <laughs> is, that, is that a little Sunday school rhyme? It is, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> a deep track. Joshua Jeff. 1 verse 9. I've got it. I've got it right here. Give I'm going to come to this century now for this Discovery oh, Weekly. Rare. Wow. Yeah, I feel like, you know, pretty good about this. Uh, 
The song is called The Basement by Lunar Vacation, an Atlanta oh. indie oh. band. They're pretty oh. snazzy. Nice. Okay. Let's take it for a spin. Here's The Basement by Lunar Vacation. The Basement by Lunar Vacation, L-U-N-A-R. Lunar. Catchy tune. Lunar. They're, yeah. you know, I think they're on the come up. They're pretty young. Uh, 250,000 listeners out yeah. of uh, Atlanta, you know, the heart of the 250,000? Yeah. Wow. That's, no, no yeah, kidding. that's cool. That's they, awesome. She kind of sounds, the vocals sound uh, like Courtney Barnett a little bit. I can a see little, it. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the... It's kind of the vibe I'm getting if you're picking up what I'm putting down. I listened to some, hold on, let me see if I can find this genre name. I was watching some like live video they did. Synthwave funk pop. Um, Lo-fi. No. Uh, well, oh, no, here it is. Okay, so I don't know if this is an actual genre or what they just call themselves, <laughs> but it says Atlanta pool rock, like P-O-O-L, which gives oh, me that kind of vibe that I'm thinking of when I hear 100%. it. 100%. I'm seeing beach balls that. flying over the pool. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know? like like the concrete pool in the city. I oh, definitely yeah. hear that. People are blowing water out of the noodles. You got to play <laughs> it. The song will help you emulate island time and kind of, you know. This is true. Insulate like, yourself from the coronavirus. It's like suburban island time. <laughs> That's like on like at the neighborhood pool with like exactly, exactly. a high C in your hand. Yeah, mm. feeling good. You got some wet pretzels in a plastic bag <laughs> that your mom packed for you. Mom ordered pizza. It's come to the pool. You got to stay out of the pool 15 minutes. Put this Best on. Best day ever. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, um, what do you uh, what do you got for us, Tommy? What you got? What's uh, going on? My song's a it's a weird ish pick. Um, I my song talk sucks. About it. Uh, here my it song is. sucks. I, I hate wanna, it. I'll be. Honest. I just want to preface. I want to say it real does throwaway. Suck. I was uh, actually just paid money to play this. I don't actually care about it. <laughs> the I've talked about uh, Derek Truck's band before. I think on the show. Oh yeah, that's a um, but this is. Sahib Terry Bondi dash Maki Madni. Um, I don't, I think I actually may have gotten that right, but if I didn't, I'm very sorry. I did my best. They are um, listening. But uh, it's hard to explain. There are no lyrics. Um, what's cool about this song, and it might sound kind of boring, but Derek Trucks is a blues player, um, like really famously known, and he's also known for his slide guitar. And so, this song, he also is like, I mean, super well-traveled, has been all over the world and is super influenced by um, Indian music, Indian culture. Okay. And uh, he, this song is so cool because it's uh, it's this fusion of Indian music and blues. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'll. it's a long song too, so I apologize. But 
This is uh, Sahib Teribandi Dash Maki Madni by the Derek Church Band. It, it may not hit for some people. I just, that song amps me up. I love it. And I don't know why it just, it's just really cool. It's cool. Like start to finish too. It's like, you have to just let it play. Cause it's a the, builder. Yeah. Anyway, that was uh Sahib Terry by uh Derek trucks band. And what's really cool about it is that the way it's structured is just uh, not just like, but it's uh, as close as you could get to an authentic, um, Indian music structure of an Indian song because the, yeah. I learned this from Caitlin. They um, they move in sections. So like you have one portion with like the beginning where it's like dr- the drone is going, and then uh, or sorry, cycles. They call them cycles, and uh-huh. you hear themes of the song from the start. You'll hear it halfway through, three fourths of the way through, and you'll hear it at the end. So it's this cool kind of like build up while also still maintaining what you've already heard. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, super cool song though. Check it out. It'll be on the playlist. Is if it totally instrumental it, yeah. or is there like any vocal segments? 100% instrumental. So nice. buckle in. It's, it's kind of <laughs> cool though. Turn it on, turn your brain off. Hey, I, I vibe with so a just like our show. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, exactly. And actually a uh, quick Damn. shout out. Derek Trucks, I believe, was on our Rolling Stone top fifty guitarist list. He was. He, he was. was. That's oh my god. I think. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's calling in now. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Derek Trucks, we have you. Derek, Derek, is that you? Hello, this is Derek Trucks. Hey, Derek. Derek, Big that's fans. so crazy. We were just talking about you. Derek, what's the proper pronunciation for this song we we're just playing? Uh <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sahib Terry Bondi slash Maki Madney. Nice, nice. Thanks, I nailed it then. Thank you, Derek. Thank you so much for having. Uh, for clearing the air. I mean, th- I mean, thanks for being on the show, Derek. Happy to be here. <laughs> Drive home safe, Derek. Derek, we love having you. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. And we've already outstayed our welcome with the soundboard. <laughs> Feeling good. Brad, bring us home. What do you got for us? I'll bring you home. All right. Um, What I've got for you today is uh, is what I consider to be a little bit of a treat. I uh, have been listening to this song basically for like 24-7, this whole album, uh, really. It's great stuff. Um, I'm just going to, you know, we're just going to get right into it. This is Heaven or Las Vegas by the Cocteau Twins. Let's give it a listen.
that was Heaven or Las Vegas by the Cocteau Twins. Um, I'm kind of on like a big 90s kick right now, I guess. I, I went from, you know, the 60s and 70s for a little while with my dad, Rock Summer, and I bopped into the 80s for a little while, I was bouncing around there. We're in the 90s now. Um, and I think this was, uh, uh, let's see, from 1990, this album? Yeah, the album, also titled Heaven or Las Vegas. Um, whole thing front to back slaps it's, it's like very good it's really if good took, if you took like abba and you made them like more alternative than I just like describe it pop. as like a combination of abba and feist mm. yes yeah that's i good. think that's Ooh. like the closest that i can say oh i had a comparison to i forget what it is now but it's like yeah it's like abba and something i forget that's yeah. not that doesn't contribute anything Oh yeah, but you know, <laughs> hey, that's what we're here for, baby. That's that's why they tune in. I said, I said, that's why I here. said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what else? It sounds like, yeah, like you said, Abba, and uh, there was one I couldn't remember it, but you know, <laughs> Abba and something. You know, I'm just here to reiterate the Abba connection, okay? Because it is, it is that Abba like vibe, very like much. Also, Feist vibe. Yeah, vocally I'll be honest, when very I'm listening, similar. I have no damn idea what they're saying. It's in English, but it might as well not be. I was literally, I had the lyrics pulled up and I don't mean that as a slight to them, more so just my, my own ignorance. Your auditory abilities. Look, I don't know what they'd be saying, I, but they're talking I pulled that pulled the lyrics up and it made sense. It made sense when I read the lyrics, what they were saying, I could make it out. Yeah. But if you just go in blind and you can listen and you know what they're saying, then you are, you know, a cut above. Well, they're from Scotland. So like, it's barely English either way. Um, it's I, I will say Scottish was not the accent that I would have picked out <laughs> during <laughs> during their, no, their I, singing. No, no, definitely not. I I definitely was imagining some sort of like German or maybe Scandinavian, you know, right. thing going on. Like like Bjork or like, you know, ABBA. Have we made that connection yet? Is if we talked about how they sound similar to ABBA? Oh, I'm hearing I heard they might sound like ABBA and this other band. I can't It was ABBA place. and someone else. I don't know what I, I don't even know who's who said it, but ABBA and somebody. Sound like ABBA. Have you guys ever talked about that? Mama Mia. Like ABBA. <laughs> what about Bjork? I don't know if I like the eyes Bjork, that Thomas is yes. giving me when I turn on the voice filter. He, you know what, Brad? <laughs> you say you don't want to kiss me, and then you do this, and it's just confusing. You need mixed signals. This so this isn't Brad. This is Eleganza Lestranja. <laughs> my, my name, name is, is Dorito Cool Ranch. Dorito Cool Ranch. <laughs> it's Dorita. It's Dorita, a, baby. Not an O. It's Dorita. It's Dorita. It's Dorita, I'm baby. It when like I'm listening to this back in the studio, and it's all just my voice, like the, none of the voice mod stuff translated over. Oh, that would be <laughs> so funny. Talking like this, that would be, and the that would be so funny. <laughs> be so oh my gosh. <laughs> we we need the we need the Snyder cut. <laughs> the, the Snyder <laughs> we need the Snyder cut of this episode. <laughs> the feet release the four and a half hour uncut feed picks episode. We need the Laubach cut. The Laba cut. That's beautiful. Um, anyways, if you want, uh, you know, some Scottish dream pop as they are described. Oh, that's uh, dreamy for sure. Oh, yeah. I love I do love the other song <laughs> names on this. Like they're not nearly as regular as Heaven or Las Vegas. It's like 
pitch the baby and 50 50 clown and frou frou foxes and midsummer fires and yeah that one that one's sick I that, like one, that one that one kind of yeah. hits. that one hits pretty i remember when you sent the link tough. you were like fellas i've been jamming to this you send the link and like you know we're a few hours ahead of tom in la and he just mm-hmm. you see tom wake up in the chat and he goes <laughs> i i turned this on and i started levitating in my bed <laughs> <laughs> it's so I think it's I think it's so funny that you guys can tell when I wake up because it's just like I mean the sometimes you're sending like start coming in. sometimes uh, you're sending messages at like six a.m. my time but I don't oh, obviously yeah. wake up to them so I'm not up at six a.m. or Beautiful. seven or eight uh, and what was the name of that song one more time Brad <laughs> that was Heaven or Las Vegas by the Cocteau Twins spelled C O C T E A U that's cockatoo twins. Thank you for listening. It's uh, yeah, they're calling them the cockatoos or something like that. Frankly, I don't know about these two. They're Status, saying they there's say. two. There's two cockta- cockatoos. I don't know they're about birds. These okay, cockatoo. They're saying that the birds sound like ABBA. Okay, and I frankly I don't know if that's a distinction I would make. ABBA and someone else. I don't quite know, but uh, I don't know. And now they're saying okay, they're called the Cocteau Twins. There's three of them. They're saying that there's three people in the band. Okay, and I think that's a little deceiving. I don't know. I don't trust them. What I thought was, you know, just kind of weird was that this really niche or niche, whichever you prefer, um, music like meme account I follow <laughs> posted a Cocteau Twins meme, like literally five minutes before we started this episode wow they don't remember like what a... movie it is but it's paul rudd on the phone and just says on the bottom it says a quote latres on the menjay which <laughs> sounds like what their lyrics sound like if you just kind of listen casually <laughs> latre on the menjay they've had a little bit of a resurgence lately in uh in, in were they in like a show or something music circles like... the the cocteau twins yeah, how'd you hear about them? I had never uh, heard of them before. Uh, it was recommended to me on Spotify, but I'd seen the name on Twitter before of like either, you know, people talking about how like, oh, I'm a music elitist and I listen to the Cocteau Twins. Well, it's nice uh, that we can add that to our arsenal of just oh, being yeah. pretentious music. Absolutely. Music. I'm, so I'm following really that right up below Radiohead uh, somewhere like... Oh, do you guys have more you guys on Cocteau Twins? Bowie. You guys on Cocteau Twins on, uh, in uh, stock today? It's kind of weird. I did look. I did check. Um, for you can go flex on. in the record store. I did check, and they didn't. Yeah, I'm looking it. for Heaven or Las Vegas. You got that on vinyl? I heard they did like a red pressing in 1970, even though they're from the 90s. <laughs> you don't. You know, have it's it? actually it's it's actually pronounced cocktail, not uh, cock, cockatoo, like the bird. Uh, yeah, cockatoo. No, that's, actually I, that's how I relate to you know the layman at the uh, the record store. <laughs> it's actually a cockatoo. Just just you. It's, it's that guy you. we were Cock, talking Cock about two. who sits by the record thing, you know, and he keeps kind of thumbing through something else, but there's an artist that he knows that, a that lot man, about. That man is real. That man he, is real. He's that, real. That story I told was real. Wait, he's, it, was that from last episode? Maybe it was. I think it yeah. was because I, I was he, talking about radio he, last episode. Ty, Ty told me about that guy. Ty told that's me about right. Guy. That, that's right. That's right. He was posted. So he was standing next to the REM vinyl. Just REM, waiting for someone to was. say something. Just... It's the perfect one for that type of guy. Perfect. Like, oh, are you, oh, you know the older stuff. Check the older yeah. stuff out. Oh, come on, dude. I want to be. I want to get that way with like something that nobody would ever possibly want to listen to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I've chosen riffraff as like. Oh, riffraff. <laughs> I've seen some of the riffraff dude. records. Yeah, the old I never have a chance to use it because nobody would be like. 
Let me look at the riffraff records. It's got to be also probably like, like have them on vinyl there. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go deeper than riffraff. You have to do um uh 100 sound effects from 1965. <laughs> it's got to be one that doesn't have its own nameplate. It has it's, to just yeah. be in the letters sorting. True. Or like M, like misc period <laughs> miscellaneous. You know, you find <laughs> various. Oh, artists, I love miscellaneous yeah. early stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a huge miscellaneous stuff. guy. Miscellaneous is not a bad band name. It's, it's not, but it's you get exist, so right? lost. You get so lost in the mix. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, miscellaneous is a good band name, but it's just it's very much uh, an assortment of things. It's hard to pin it down. Look at this guy. Hello, <laughs> this guy. Your picks, okay. I'm I'm under the ocean. Donald, I Donald, are you here. are you in the submarine? I'm in a submarine. This isn't an underwater effect. This is terrible. This is I hear the, the bubbles. Past life. Uh, filter. I, I'm hearing bubbles coming out of your throat, though. I hear some <laughs> bubbles. Well, uh, they trapped I, me in a cave. Okay, <laughs> they've locked me away in the cave. The uh, Nancy Pelosi's been trying to put me here for years. Okay, years. I'm here, and I'm here. I'm in the cave, and they put me in the cave too. They got me. I haven't been in the Oval Office yet. They. I've been wandering around in the cave. That's really good, Brad. Joe Biden in a cave, everyone. That Thank was you, Joe. Joe Biden in a cave. And this has it, been Joe. featured picks. That was Joe Biden in a cave. We love you. You're the girl voice doing the kiss sound, too. We love you. <laughs> nice. Nice. Beautiful.